and actually I was thinking this might be another episode, but I'll bring it up now is with me. It's I'm, I'm, I'm really, as I stay this course, I'm realizing that there are certain people that I don't bring certain things to. So there, what happened to me the other week was there was, I was having some feelings and it's two sides. So one is I was having some feelings and it was a mixed bag. It was like thrilled, a little scared. It was frustrated. It was a mixed bag of a few different feelings. And there was a long timer and they said, how are you? And I was like, I'm having um, a mixed bag of feelings. And they said, oh, tell me more. Or they said, I'm sorry that you're feeling or something. And then they said, tell me more. And part of me is like, mm, that's actually not what I need right now. <laughs> right. Um, and part of me was like, in hindsight, you know, I love rewinding the tape. Is like, I just, I switched the topic. I just said, I'll talk about it later or whatever. I, you know, because I was like, oh, this is not my person to speak about this stuff. Because they were, in essence, bringing me back into my brain versus me being in my body and just holding space for me. Right. Right. So I guess my part is, you know, I I could have asked. I mean, now I know that that person isn't, if they want to talk about shit and they want to talk about a narrative, like I'll go to that person. Do you know, if I want to go storytelling and build a case file, I will definitely go there because th that's, I think, where they, they can operate, you know. But if I need someone to hold my hand or to just hold space and allow me to actually have an experience, I think that's a totally different person. I hear you, and I'm going to throw another option on the table. Ooh. You mean I, the orange is two options, Misty? <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just throwing this out there because I heard this the other day, and it's a good challenge for me as well. Ooh. And it's that this person said, when somebody comes to me and they say something, I say, do you want, I'm going to mess this up, like a hug. Um, it was three H's. It was almost like, do you want somebody to just listen do you want a hug or do you want feedback? But it was three H's, like helpful hug or, uh, yeah, I don't know, hearsay. Um, that's not it. But that is something that I can advocate for myself with people where if I do feel safe with them and say, hey, I'm about to bring you something and I'm too raw to hear your experience, strength, and hope. I'm too raw to hear feedback. I'm too raw to hear the raw, raw, raw yeah can you make space for me but that would be vulnerable on my part that i would have to ask for what i want instead of this person mind reading it and again we're only talking about safe people like if you don't feel safe with them it doesn't matter any of this well you bring up a valuable point which in hindsight so i guess my part is you know i i could have asked i mean now i know that that person isn't if they want to talk about shit and they want to talk about a narrative, like I'll go to that person. Do you know, if I want to go storytelling and build a case file, I will definitely go there because th that's, I think, where they, they can operate, you know? But if I need someone to hold my hand or to just hold space and allow me to actually have an experience, I think that's a totally different person. I hear you, and I'm going to throw another option on the table. Ooh. You mean there aren't just two options, Misty? <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just throwing this out there because I heard this the other day, and it's a good challenge for me as well. Mm. And it's that this person said, when somebody comes to me and they say something, I say, do you want, I'm going to mess this up, like a hug? Um, it was three H's. It was almost like, do you want somebody to just listen? Do you want a hug or do you want feedback? But it was three mm -hmm. H's, like helpful hug or 
uh, I don't know, hearsay. Um, That's not it. But that is something that I could advocate for myself with people where if I do feel safe with them and say, hey, I'm about to bring you something and I'm too raw to hear your experience, strength and hope. I'm too raw to hear feedback. I'm too raw to hear the raw, raw, raw. Yeah. Can you make space for me? But that would be vulnerable on my part that I would have to ask for what I want instead of this person mind reading it. And again, we're only talking about safe people. Like if you don't feel safe with them, it doesn't matter any of this. Well, you bring up a valuable point, which in hindsight is I no, I wasn't clear on many different levels. I wasn't clear on what I actually needed. And so, and I, I think a lot of the time I'm not necessarily clear, not that it's a good or bad thing, but I'm just saying like, I'm not yeah. clear on what I need. So then I don't, I'm not even able to ask for it. What I get clear on is what I don't want, <laughs> which I get either way, it's, it's, it's useful information, you know, but what I'm getting in this conversation, I'm not necessarily clear with what I want or need. That is so good. And that to me has been my particular issue is, is it's like what you said before, where it's the awareness and action, action, you know, instead of the sitting and finding out what do I need sitting with myself. It's about for me being able to be comfortable sitting with just me, myself and I and my thoughts and my higher self and experience something until I get clear on what I want. Mm-hmm. And then going, hey, I'm going to reach out to this person and I will preface it with I'm in a vulnerable state and I'm not up for feedback. Wow, that is so evolved. I think I I had a conversation with you recently where I was just sharing something that had occurred and had shared, I, I was coming from a place of just sharing to share um, and had mentioned that I was only sharing it specifically with you and then generally elsewhere because I didn't want a soundtrack. Right, right. And I try and be very cognizant of when somebody comes to me with something, I say, would you like to hear my feedback, my experience, strength and hope? Yeah. Before I launch into it. Um, and I, I'm this at this point in time, it's become such a reflex. Yeah. And I'm so grateful for that. I don't know when it happened along the way. You know how it happened? I'm sure I was judging somebody else for doing it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't actually necessarily know that I do that enough. Well, I also guess it depends on the dynamic of the relationship. You're right. You know, so like with some sponsees, it depends who the sponsee is and what the thing is at this point where I, 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 I believe and have experienced that I'm just being guided in that conversation. Mm -hmm. I keep my channel clear and whatever's supposed to come out comes out. Um, And then there are other things where I think on the work front, it's a little bit more, um, I don't even know what the word is. I'm not calculated, but I'm more aware and less like, I'm not so like just in the flow because it's a work and a professional environment, you know, where I'm not bringing like a crystal to the party. Right. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. And for me with sponsees, I mainly launch into it. Mm. But when they say, when I can hear the rawness in their voice. 
yeah. I will check in and go, hey, are you just wanting to share or are you looking for experience, strength, and hope and feedback? And yes. sometimes they're like, I just need to share right now. Or they'll say, I think I'm looking for experience, strength, and hope. Yeah. And then with friends, I'm really, really good about it. I'm like 100% where they'll share with me something. And I have so many opinions. And also, I always know how to do it right. (laughs) (laughs) If that were me. (laughs) So I really have to be cognizant in order to maintain my relationships to say, would you like to hear my experience, strength, and hope on this? And Hmm. I can't tell you. I get it like 25% of the time, no. I'm like, okay, cool. Great. Um. This is probably going to be another episode as well, but I wanted to, since we're on this topic of, of relating to people, um, where, where do you believe in this whole attachment theory thing? Like secure, attached, yes. um, avoidant. Yeah, you do. Yes. And where do you find yourself falling into that? Like, I think there's three main ones and then there's sub ones, right? There's like, Secure attached, anxious attached, and then avoidant? Yeah. I mean, in a lot of areas, I find myself avoidant. Uh And and then in relationships, I'm anxious attached. But I heard a new one, which is disorganized attachment. And that is the home life that I grew up in where I could do the same behavior and I never knew what the outcome was going to be sometimes I'd be praised for the same behavior last week that the next week I was you know scolded for and grounded and so those create like a hyper vigilance um what are your thoughts on it so it's interesting I recently heard on some podcast um that you know because the neuroplasticity of the brain your sponsor call your sponsor call you sponsor call your sponsor call call your sponsor call your sponsor call new episode tomorrow send us an email bcy sponsor at gmail.com